People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time. Each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders. Encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time. Each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders. Encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Like that? That's how I always reaffirm myself. Give me another. Tony Bruno. See? Give me another. Tony Bruno. <laughs> you say it real fast now. Tony Bruno. Nice. You say it real slow now. Tony Bruno. Can you get deeper? Deeper. <laughs> You're a bad man. You're a bad man. Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. And now. Oh, Tony Bruno. Stop it. Here is Tony Bruno. Hello there. Are you thirsty? It is thirsty, throwback, throwdown, soiree night Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. It is the Tony Bruno Nation Live coming to you live from the wine cellar. I'm already partially unsheathing my ensemble for tonight's big soiree with the Jason Thompson Foundation. Your of course, ensemble. I'm going to get cleaned up, but I just wanted to wear the jacket because you're not going to see it tonight. We're going to do some uh, some some. Video there. So we'll, Robin will have the rig. Yes. And we will get a lot of My video. My fancy new gimbal rig. Gimbal, not from Gimbal's department store, which no. is now defunct and is now just a parking lot over there. But anyway, we'll be at the soiree tonight. I wanted to make sure this fit. I tried it on, but you know, my boy. My boy, Michael over there at Domenico's. Hooked yes. us up. So I'm all ready. Everything fits. You look so going, stylish. Like the gold? It's got a little, uh, it's like fuzzy. It's not just gold lame on top. It's fuzzy wuzzy? Yeah, look, it's got like fuzz. You it's know what? Not... It's it's a lace overlay. That's what it is. Yeah. Brocade it's, lace. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So we're all cleaned up. Robin's going to get cleaned up. She already got cleaned up. I only need 10 minutes now. I trim my beard. I'll jump in the shower, as we say, even though people really shouldn't jump in the shower. That's another one of those things I never got. Who jumps in the shower, really? And well, everybody says it. I don't, I don't have everything done. I still have to do my hair. But do you jump? You always say, I'm going to go jump in the shower. I jump. I mean, I just jump right I just jump for my love. <laughs> but anyway, we've got a lot of stuff today. So this is what I'll be wearing tonight. I got the tote bow tie, the matching thing. We'll be clean. I have a, yeah, I have a little bit more makeup on than I normally do. I have no makeup on. And no underwear on, too. Just to get into the mood for the Thirsty Thursday soiree tonight. Thirsty Thursday and Commando Day. <laughs> exactly right, baby. But you know what we have? Tonight? A lot of baseball. Games just starting. The Phillies underway with the Gigante at Citizens Bank Park. We got Minnesota and uh, the Miami Marlins underway before countless dozens 
If you want to get down to Miami to the ballpark, plenty of sections are still available. And I'm sure you could probably get in for uh, maybe a dollar or two. Just whatever you want to pay, like the Philadelphia Art Museum does on Wednesdays. Yeah. Pay what you want. That's what they have going on down in Miami with the Marlins. But anyway, that game's a 1-1 in the bottom of the third. Other games this afternoon. How many games are there in the uh, in Major League Baseball afternoon action? <laughs> exactly. You know why? Pourquoi? Be- because they know the show is on consecutively. But the big story today, Robin, the big story happens tonight. Football is back. That's the hashtag. It doesn't get any better than Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium in Canton, Ohio. Tonight, the Denver Broncos and the Atlanta Falcons, 8 o'clock on NBC. Drew Locke, Kevin Hogan, rookie Brett Rippon. Take on Dan Quinn, who mails it in during NFL preseason every stinking year. On Thursday night football, ladies and gentlemen. And what's interesting to note here, yes, you've been asking for Mr. Monday night, Mr. Thursday night to appear. And even though I don't encourage people to bet on exhibition games or big three, it's on TV. There's a line on it in Las Vegas. I will release to you as my first attempt of the season, ladies and gentlemen. You normally don't get picks on August 1st from anybody. You're getting one today. You, the loyal Tony Bruno, Bruno Nation Live audience. Often imitated, never duplicated. Tonight, Robin, are you excited? Well, actually, we're going to be at the soiree. I know. So we're going to have the TV on for at least uh, the first quarter to see what kind of shit show this game is because it'll be basically who the hell is that guy once we start watching this game tonight in Canton, Ohio, the lead-in to the big weekend of the Pro Football Hall of Fame game. That's tonight. Big finish now. Boom! Yes, that's... uh, We all get excited for exhibition football until the games start. And then we're like, really? (laughs) This is what we were waiting for? Oh, training camp! Yay! And then, oh, the first game tonight! Yay! By the way, Denver, a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The latest lines from Las Vegas. The over-under, 34-and-a-half, Robin. I will, as I said to you many times before... Release the stone cold lock. I may even give you a parlay double play and some souffle later on if there's any left over after the dessert tray goes around. I'm going to give you the over under and the outright and point spread winner for tonight's Hall of Fame game in Canton. I have information on this game. I have friends in Canton, Ohio, who are just walking by the Hall of Fame building and saying what Luigi said that's the Pro Football Hall of Fame. T. T. Jackson is asking, do you have a gambling problem if you bet on this game? (laughs) Yeah, probably you do. (laughs) But, you know, you're betting on baseball, which is the worst sport to bet on because of the ridiculous odds. And I'll have an update on gambling degenerates and what they do just to try to make a couple of bucks. And the the worst gambling, I'll give you a, a story about one gambling degenerate in particular who last year, before the NBA season got underway, uh-huh. went to Las Vegas and slapped down some big-time cash. And you'll see people do that a lot. But this guy slapped down big-time cash just to win a very low payout. That's what's ridiculous when you're betting odds. 
I will give you the ridiculous two bets that were placed in October last year before the NBA season started. That story fresh in from the high-speed Las Vegas gambling degenerate wire services that we that we uh, subscribe <laughs> to yes, here yes, yes. on the Tony Absolutely. Bruno Nation. Absolutely. We get the absolute best choices <clears throat> for you and yours. So that's tonight. By the way, next Thursday night, August 8th, Robin, a week from tonight, yes. there will be 11 NFL games being played. <clears throat> so this is the traditional Hall of Fame game weekend opener. And you know where we are going to be next Thursday, Thursday night? Uh, well, Thursday afternoon. Yeah, but the know. games will be played at night. Right, but we're going to be hanging out. With um, the Stanley, with Stosh himself. Yes. The Stosh Cup will be in New Hope, Pennsylvania. At the Triumph Brewery. Uh, are we going to do it live there? The, the sources right now are reporting that instead of doing the show in the wine cellar next Thursday, August 8th, we will be going into New Hope, Pennsylvania. Well, we are going to effort to do the full show there. Yes. We're still talking about what is available as far as internet and where it is and how strong it is. So either way, we're going to be doing live pops. Um, but if we if we can... We'll be doing more than live. We'll be doing a couple of pops while we're there, too. Yeah. Especially from the Stanley Cup. If we can do full equipment, <laughs> then we will. Well, how are we going? We have to do a show, Robin. We're not going to cancel the show. I know. And this event's going on while our show is going on. Exactly. So why so. not just do the whole show there? Pick up the old, get the family truck. Internet, sir. Tony. We're waiting to well, find let's out. Assume, well, I'm sure they have internet in New Hope. <laughs> yes, but we don't know if they have full wired internet available for us for the show. So that's we're kind of waiting on that. Um, Either way, we're going to be doing something during our showtime. All right, because I'm not missing the Stanley Cup. I haven't seen it since 1975, Robin. Actually, I saw it in 1994 when the Rangers won it, uh-huh. and I was working at ESPN. And, of course, since so many of the employees at ESPN are New York, New Jersey, tri-state area Connecticut fans, you know, it was a big deal. They brought the Stanley Cup to the ESPN studios. Right. The Rangers won for the first time since 1950. So they brought the cup, and a lot of Ranger fans were getting their pictures taken with it. I just have to laugh at something. So somebody just put a mask on you. What kind of mask this time? It was a it was a owl and a heart, I believe. But what was really funny? Not an eye heart. Though. No, it was really funny. They're because bankrupt. The, aren't they? Um, <laughs> I I don't know if maybe it's your jacket, but normally it recognizes. Uh, your face and right. some kind of thing, and then it and then it automatically puts the mask over your face, but it was off to the side a little bit. So I wonder if your jacket is like setting off the uh, the mask camera. It can't quite figure it Not out. Not the mask musician or the mask singer. <clears throat> By the way, you know where this curse, you know where this jacket's from, right, Robin? It's Not China. It has Not to be. Hong Kong Italy. custom tailors. Not from some seamstress for the band. This baby's from Italy. You it's know. Italian, yo. Michael doesn't bring in any crappy stuff, any cheap stuff. Exactly He only right. brings in the best at Domenico's. You know, when they brought, got this jacket in, you know what the guy said? Oh, you broke it, Jerry. Yeah, I did. I broke it a long time ago. But I fixed it at least it, later on. Is it fragile? <laughs> it, it must, must, be, it's, must the woman, be Italian. Actually, there was a little tension yesterday when, this, when we picked up our ensembles. One woman who was not really working there was upset that I went in there saying, hey, Michael, it's the Manicos. Where's my damn tux for the soiree? And then a woman and I started getting into an argument. And I no. said, hey, why don't you calm down, lady, all right? You know who I am. You know what I'm here for. They're, I already have this. I just want to pick up my tux, all right? And she said, I didn't want it to get to that point. I didn't want to have a cursing, an Italian cursing session with an old Italian lady. Now, if, when she said that, what did you say, Tony? I didn't want to go to it, but I eventually, as I was leaving, 
with tucks in hand, fleeing the Frankfurt Avenue location of Domenico's. It's been there forever. Right. I had to go back and say, Bafangu, eh? Yeah, exactly. That's how we settled difference. There's no physical no, contact, no. no pushing and shoving. You know, that's it. It's just, it's just a, like a salutation. It's, it's like it's just a good verbal sparring. Instead of saying arrivederci, you say, hey. Bafangu, eh? <laughs> did, did, did you give her one of these? I gave her one of these. I gave her one of those. <laughs> but I don't want to mess up the suit, the jacket here. It's Italian. You know what I mean? It's fragile. I don't want to mess it up either. But anyway, we got baseball action underway at Citizens Bank Park. And they're now on the bottom of the first. The great Jake Arrieta has retired the Gigante in order. And uh, nothing, nothing. Derek Rodriguez, he with the long, long hair. You like the hair length there on uh, Derek Rodriguez, Robin? He's got the shoulder length hair. It's not uh, Tim Lincecum style hair. It's beautiful hair. And unlike Tim Lincecum, who was like five feet tall and could throw the ball 100 miles an hour, he's got the long locks, not the stone cold locks. We'll have those coming up, as I mentioned. Um, so anyway, we, we keep an eye on the two just, ball games already underway. Back to your jacket just for a second before yes. we move on. Thoroughbred1004 says, wasn't that the jacket that was a personal gift from Hugh Hefner while being massaged from a few Playboy bunnies? No, this is not. This has never been worn. Now, I wore a similar jacket to the Super Bowl in Atlanta, but it was not this same style. There was, there was, I wore gold because I like gold. I want them diamonds with the gold. I want gold with them diamonds in it. Now, there's no diamonds in this jacket. I don't want to go totally blinged out. You know what I'm saying? You got to have a little decor. Well, on Luigi has no such compunction. He is going totally blinged out. I know because he goes in there and he says, hey, give me the, <clears throat> give me the craziest uh, talks you have. I say, hey, give me something a little more subdued. <laughs> a little bit, boy. <laughs> something a little more conservative. <laughs> I'm curious to find out what our winner for tonight's ticket Antony, is going to be wearing. The other Anthony. Yeah. I don't know what he I picked hope, out. I hope he goes with a trend and goes full Italian as well. You got to pick something nice. Yeah. You get something nice. You know, and then, and then when people, when you walk in, you know what people will say? Beautiful, man. Exactly. That's what this is all about. What up, AJ? <laughs> Why can't I get, what up, fam? What up in the stream chat room? We're getting underway. So we got football tonight, baseball action underway. Four games, Twins and Miami started earlier. The Phillies and Giants just started. Last night, of course, the Gigante, or Gigante, as I like to say, because I love Don Francisco when he used to host Sabado Gigante. Francisco, that's fun to say. No, uh, that's Don Francisco. Don Francisco. Oh, my. That ball was just hit all the way to the wall, and it is snagged. And Reese Hoskins just hit one to the wall, caught, not high enough for a home run, but up against the Yingling sign. Yingling, America's oldest brewery. And the Phillies go down in order, and we're through one now at Citizens Bank Park. It's nothing, nothing, Phillies, Giants. Last night, of course, in case you missed it, Giants, I'm going to call him, um, and I know he pitched pretty well. I don't want to pick on a guy. It's not my style to criticize people. No. But Vince, five-inning, Velo Velasquez looked good through five innings. And I'm watching the game. What did I say to Luigi and Joe Quills, who, was here, who were here last night doing the Funkin' Fantasy show? I said, hey, you know what? Vince Velasquez is doing a good job. Now, of course, Jeff Samarja was doing a good job, too. The Phillies couldn't do anything against him. He shut him down. Vince Velasquez was shutting him down. 
And then something went terribly, terribly wrong. It's usually what happens on VH1's Behind the Music if you watch that show. The Vince goes out for the top of the sixth inning. Right. And I said it. This is usually when Vince, he can't go more than five. He's like, you know, you're in the five-minute man. Mm-hmm. Women complain about it. He's a five-minute man. Vince Velasquez is now a five-inning pitcher. He's a five-inning man. You put him out in the sixth inning, and it's like putting, it's like Superman seeing kryptonite. Now, he gave up a home run, and that happens. But not with the Giants. The Giants are one of the weakest hitting teams in baseball. With all due respect, I just use stats here. This isn't personal opinion. The Giants going into that game last night had a total of 111 home runs as a team. And here we are on August 1st. Only one other team had fewer home runs on the season in a season where everybody hits home runs, the Miami Marlins. So the Miami Marlins, and this isn't Major League Baseball. This isn't just in the National League. The Giants are one of the weakest home run teams in baseball. And what do they do? They come in here. Vince Velasquez gives up a two-run bomb after he gets a guy on base. Take him out. Bring in Adam Morgan. He gives up another two bombs. And then the Phillies are down 5 nothing, And that was pretty much it. They got a run late, but the Phillies now, by the way, if you're scoring at home, and if you are, congratulations, it is a Thursday afternoon after all. The Phillies now have given up 181 home runs on the season going into, game, into this game today. 181. That's the most in the National League. And they've given up three home runs or more in a game 27 times already this year. That's not good, as someone once said. But, Robin, that's not the big deal. So the Giants win last night. They're playing again already today. Miami, Minnesota had three home runs last night. Jose Barrios, 11 strikeouts for your Twinkies. The Phillies pick up Corey Dickerson in the trade deadlines. And there was a, there was a lot of activity. We were on the air yesterday right at the end of the trade deadline. A lot of deals came, actually were consummated before 4 o'clock, but they were announced just after 4 o'clock. And certainly the biggest one had to be the Grenke trade because we were wondering, would the Arizona Diamondbacks trade Zach Grenke? And they did at the very end. So the teams to me that did the best, and it's not just because I'm saying this, the Houston Astros. I mean, the Houston Astros add Grenke to their rotation, which already had Verlander, Jarrett Cole, Wade Molly. Miley. And, now, and they already had a solid bullpen, but they go out and get Joe Biagini. That's fun to say. And Aaron Sanchez from the Blue Jays. So the Astros went all in, gave up a couple of prospects, said, hey, we're going for another World Series down here in Houston. Hello. The A's got, got another good starting pitcher. We were wondering about that. Tanner Wark goes to the A's. But the thing that surprised, and the Nats had the three bullpen guys because the Nationals' bullpen is absolutely brutal. I mean, the worst ERA in baseball. Again, these aren't opinions of me calling people names and saying they suck. It's documented suckage. A lot of fans, you know, can say, hey, this team sucks, and they don't have any basis of facts to support that. But the Nationals' bullpen, documented, stinks on ice, on dry ice, which is even harder to stink on. So they get... Daniel Hudson, Ronis Elias, and Hunter Strickland. The Braves got Chris Martin. No, not that Chris Martin. They got Shane Green and Mark Melancon. 
And what I what's interesting to note to hear is that the San Francisco Giants, who didn't trade Baumgartner, didn't trade Will Smith, traded away three of their bullpen arms. And that's the one that's a head-scratcher. If you're in the race, and you're the Giants, and you're in the wild-card race, which you are, and you're trying to go for it, and you don't trade a couple of your big arms, or your catcher, or your closer, I should say, why do you trade three of your bullpen pitchers? That's the one that was a little head-scratcher. But hey, who, what do I know? No, not Mark Martin or Kenyon Martin or Ricky Martin or all the other Martins. Not Jose Akendo. Documented suckage. I mean, I know these guys are not lockdown closers, but they're legitimate major league arms. That's my point. So anyway, that's what's going on. And uh, the Yankees didn't do anything. And the Dodgers, I mean, they made a couple of moves, but as far as pitching is concerned, bullpens, they're going to go with what they have. So everybody was waiting for the Yankees to go get a big arm, and they didn't. Everybody was waiting for the, uh, the Dodgers to get some bullpen help, and for the most part, they didn't. So that's your baseball roundup, as I mentioned. We will be, uh, But the, my, my, favorite, my favorite game last night was the Red Sox taking on your Tampa Bay Rays up at the Fens, they call it up there in Boston. I'm sure Dean was watching this. You remember Rick Porcello? Didn't he win the Cy Young Award a couple of years ago? Dominant pitcher. 2016, he won the Cy Young. He got his tits lit up last night. You know, that's one of the phrases you don't hear very often anymore in baseball. Back in the day, back, back, back in the time, when the only thing around were dinosaurs, troglodytes, cavemen, people would say, not on the radio because you're not allowed to say it, man, he got his tits lit up last night. Rick Porcello, ladies and gentlemen, got his tits lit up by your Tampa Bay Rays at Fens. Six runs, nine hits, one walk in a Vince Velasquez-esque five and two-thirds innings. So what happens, Robin? A lot of guys are, you know, when you don't pitch well, and he's gotten a lot of run support, by the way, Rick Porcello, except his record, he's over 500. But last night, ladies and gentlemen, we've seen this before. We've seen passion. We've seen energy. We've seen bullpen pitchers, Trevor Bauer, throw the ball over center field. Rick Porcello was legitimately pissed off. Ah, uh, yeah. And listen, I understand. I like guys who have passion. But what he did last night, even Harry Mays wouldn't agree to. I am pissed off. He was pissed off. Let's go to the tape. Fenway Park. Last night, Porcello leaves, goes into the dugout, heads to the tunnel, and then something went terribly, terribly wrong. first and Rick Porcello was not happy with Rick Porcello yeah this isn't good you know you want to slam something you think everything's good he's fine then bango two TV sets at the same time see ya (laughs) that is not cool man two TV sets well it's an indicator of just how much passion he's got exactly what he does everything's going haywire back there (laughs) it's also an indicator we need the electrician (laughs) (laughs) It's easy for us, but he's nah. frustrated, man. He's just highly competitive, to say the least. Exactly. 2-0. All right, get out of here. Get the Red Sox out of my face with that crazy stuff. Ah, he's competitive. I mean, here's, the be- here's the best part. So he breaks two monitors, TV sets. You know, they just said Boston. They go right over to Best Buy, get a cut. And they're not, they weren't like big screens. They, they were big screens, it but what do you think matter. they were? You they were like 42 inches, maybe. I agree. Here's the best part of this. Wait, the best part is after the game. Rick Porcello says, quote, 
I got to find this because this is unbelievable. Quote, I kind of wish I didn't do that with the cameras being on me. That was his apology. I kind of wish that, you know, the cameraman was following me down to see me smash two TVs. Yeah. I kind of wish, wish saw me. That's what criminals say. I kind of wish that that security camera was on when yeah. I didn't rob a bank or hold up a 7-Eleven or a Wawa. I kind of uh, wish I wasn't <laughs> caught. Exactly. Not, I kind of wish I didn't wish do it. People didn't see you do it. You know how you kind of wish that doesn't happen? Don't do it. And again, I'm no morality cop here. But if that, and then again, he said, you know, that's not really me. I, he did apologize. But the first thing out of his mouth was, I kind of wish I did that. I didn't do that. So not with, cool. With the cameras on. Now, I, you don't think cameras are following you everywhere? I'm all for passion, and I'm all sh- for showing that you're frustrated because you're, you're passionate for the game, and you're frustrated with yourself. But it's not cool to be breaking equipment. It doesn't I mean, matter how... the, First of all, why are those two monitors right there? It's a really bad place, by the way. I get the Gatorade. I love it when guys get pissed off, grab a bat, and start beating up the Gatorade container. You know, because the Gatorade well, they container, can't. they get them for free. Gatorade gives them to them. There's, I, I think that they're strategically placed there because you can't put them behind the players in the dugout because they're leaning Most against Most dugouts them. don't have TVs above the, the ramp, and that's their home stadium, remember now. Right. That's Fenway Park. So they go down that tunnel all the time when they lead the game. So why would you put two monitors up there? I don't know. That's because it's an ancient stadium. It's still one of the greatest places in baseball. But that was just stupid. And again, and he it really didn't take because on these, you know, on these new TVs, back in the day, the tube sets, those things would explode. Oh, yeah. It, boom. You'd have a nice. Now it's just, a, you know, they're just digital screens, right? Yeah, what, just was touch- in the, what was inside those tubes again that was like the gas? Uh, not radon. Something like that. Oh, uh, no, no. I know what they were. Damn it. But it was some kind of gas that when, it, when you crashed it, it would, it would, it, it would smoke. Not good to breathe in. By the way, I have breaking news from Fenway Park. Our sources in Boston at this hour report that Fenway Park, immediately after the incident, was on the phone with the Geek Squad. The Geek Squad guys finally showed up and say, sorry, you, you don't have the plan on that. Yeah. You, we, there's no replay. You're going to have to buy two new damn TVs. And by the way, and we you saw can get the video. two new TVs. It, won, it, it wasn't an accident. <laughs> no. Punching a TV, that's the thing about these TVs. As great as they are, you know, you don't have the tubes or thin as everything could be. But you hit that thing, it's gone. Yeah. It's, I'm not going to even try to hit my com- And by the way, Robin reconfigured the studio again today. And I got to give her her first roaring round of applause. See, you thought I was going to hit the first bump <laughs> off the bump. No. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Robin realizing that I was reaching, I was doing the reach-overs and reach-ins and reach-overs. Well, the other, the other computer that the fabulous Roger Brown had donated to us, one of his older computers, yes. it was just, it, it, it crapped out again. So I was able to get it up and running. I was, I was the fantastic geek squad that came in and fixed it at the first place. It still has photo or picture, but it's just too slow. Do we it's have to pour one out for it? Yeah. It's a sad, sad day. I like that computer. I mean, it, you know, it was, I was having a hard time running it because I had one here and one all the way. Yeah. And I was having to reach over. I like to do the reach around, but usually with consent first. Yes, but now you're all nice and concise. I got everything you, right here. Yeah. I feel like I'm in the cockpit yeah, people of can a see 737 it. Max. Here, lean, lean a little bit over towards the computer side, Tony. So this no, way here? No, no, no. I just want, just momentarily, just lean over this way so that people can see that you have, so you have three tablets in front of you. I got... Four turntables and a microphone. That's all I need here. And you have the one big Mac computer 
the iMac. Oh, good for you. You're damn right it is. Now, we've had this Mac. And listen, I, I'm not one of these people. I only use Macs. Oh, I only use Androids. I use the stuff we have, which is good shit. Yep. The only thing that sucks now are these tablets because they, they're outdated. These iPads. Right. Well, one's a Samsung. No, one's an iPad. They're both iPads. The two little ones we use for the soundboard. Right. One of them's Luigi's. And then the one I use for the screen of all of our tweet chats it on is. our stream chat is my old Samsung Galaxy right. notepad. It was the, there were, I think they only made that one year. And, that's and the I love that thing. The 12.1. And the problem uh, with this, I always have to have it plugged in because after years. Yeah, the battery's the dead. The battery, it's not dead. It just doesn't, if you unplug it, it within like an hour, <laughs> or that less. battery's shot. Yeah. So if you leave it plugged in, it works fine. So you know you're using that as a monitor to monitor the chat room. So anybody that's in there. By the way, if you are new to the show, if you're just tuning in for the first time, make sure that we know that you're there. Say something on the chat room. Exactly. So that we say. This is a fully hey. participation situation sensation show. That's what makes this different than any other on the air radio show or podcast. Right. We're in or now. A lot of people on, on Twitch, obviously. That's, that's why Twitch people love it. Because it's really the only live format where you have instant interaction. Correct. Now, you know, you got people can tweet you on Twitter. But on a stream chat, our people who are watching and following us are interacting live. Yes. On demand as it's happening. They're like, they're like in our house. They're in the house. They're like in the, in, are they in the living room? Are they in the kitchen? Everybody hangs out in the kitchen. So this is like the kitchen. Exactly. So there you have it, ladies the and gentlemen. The chat room is like the uh, the Bruno kitchen, and you're just hanging out, having fun. Hot and fresh in the kitchen. Um, you're you're making us drinks every now and then by giving us bits and bits and bits and bits, which mm -hmm. we totally, totally appreciate it. Exactly. Those do add up, and we thank you guys so, so very much. Whenever you do give us bits, and for those of you who've never heard of bits, um, ask one of the people that's actually cheering us on. With you see, like right now, Trevor from the two hundred three just gave us uh, two hundred and something bits. Now I can retire. Um, and <laughs> we, the, the, it's awesome. It is a, it's the way that you guys tip us. Tell us that you love us. By the way, before Show us let's, your love. let's pour one out for that. Let's uh, well, I can pour one out, but also. Let's give it its final resting, its proper burial, Robin. Now, what kind of computer was that over there? It's an Acer. Acer? Acer. Acer. Sorry, sir. You did your time. It was an you older You did model. your service. We want to thank you for all that you did. For my man, Rebel Man. We tried to take you more. We tried to take you an extra 50 miles, maybe 100 miles. We couldn't do an oil change. We couldn't work on your crankshaft. We couldn't fix your ram. We tried to ram you harder and harder every day, even on National Orgasm Day yesterday. Unfortunately, she went away. Do we call computers she? I know we call boats she. Do we say she or he goes away when, you, when your computer finally dies, Robin? I think she. I think we established that in that movie a long time ago, uh, War Games. She? So, is everything a she? How about X computer? Because we will get into that today, ladies and gentlemen. We will have a X marks the spot update. And we welcome you to Pennsylvania, the Keystone State, which will be joining the woke-ass states in America that have gone <clears throat> gender neutrality insanity. We'll have that update for you and all kinds of details still ahead on the program today. CC si, si, Senor. Exactly right.
Meanwhile, now we have we have we do have new followers, Tony. We do. Yes, we do. We want to thank all Marty of our new followers. Marty D, eleven seventy six. Tone O ten. Tone zero ten. Mm-hmm. Not okay. Tone Loke. Um, Rebel Man said, "Damn it, bye, Acer." Thank you, Rebel Man. That was, you know, that was very nice. We used it for a couple of months. Yes, we did. And I was yes, using it to play music and stuff. Yeah. And it was working. And then, for whatever reason, it just decided that it didn't want to do anything anymore. So it was just like frozen in place. So. Do we, now, what so, do we do with it? I don't know. Um, I'll figure out it. Well, let Rebel our, Man, because it's his computer, right. and he was gracious enough to send it to us yes. as an additional And if piece anybody of else has uh, older equipment around, you know, if you've upgraded and you still have it What old are we the geek squad? What are we like Best Buy where we take in everybody's it, old stuff, take it apart and try to sell it for parts? But you never know. You never know what I can do with it because I am kind of a tech geek. I am like the geek squad. You are. Except there's just too many screwdrivers and things around. <laughs> Don't mess with that stuff, Robin. Don't mess with that stuff. Meanwhile, Philly's at first and third with two outs. Actually, with one out on the bottom of the second, threatening against the Gigante in afternoon baseball. We'll keep an eye on the games for you. Miami are now trailing 3-1. to one. They're through four. The Twins putting up another two spot. They lead the Miami Marlin 3-1 to one before Friends and Relatives Day down there at Miami Way. Now, we got some NBA updates today, too. I'll have an Orlando Magic update with sound, as we like to say. It's like with whiz. Or with what you know what my favorite thing was con queso por favor, which means with cheese with ah, oui. queso. Whenever I would go, oui, when oui. I would go to Mexico, when I was down there working out with Ezekiel Elliott, and I would go into the cafeteria for lunch or dinner, and I'd walk down the line and I'd say con queso por favor, con queso, and the woman would get angry and she would say. <laughs> okay, Poppy. No, she wasn't angry. She was actually happy because at least I spoke to her in Spanish. Not like other ugly Americans who don't have the cojones to, to greet people. Now, we don't want the... AJ Marco says, I got an iPhone 3 and 5S if you guys want them. Just delete the uh, nudes on there. No, we don't need phones. I have like 50 phones upstairs. I got my original... I, I think I have, I have like the last five phones I ever owned. And that goes back to when phones were first invented. The only thing I don't have is my old bag phone. I wish I had saved the bag phone. Those things are going to be in museums, Robin. Remember the big block phones, too? If you watch a lot of the movies from the 80s, they had those big, the first wireless phones were those big, gigantic brick phones. That's what they look like. The bricks. Not JT the brick or not Vic the brick. But the brick phones. Now, are you messing with the camera now? What's going on? Robin is actually doing a... All kinds of tech stuff right now live as Millie, Millie, Lily's on the table. Is Sir Lawrence, is, is Riddle down there behind you, Robin? No. It's only, it's only Lily here. Lily uh, looking for a lot of attention lately. And she can't even, like, have sex anymore. Well, she could. That's the one thing. When cats are spayed and neutered, do they still want to have sex? It's like guys get vasectomies and they still have sex. But cats, especially female cats, them bitches, like, they screw like monkeys and apes and, uh, and, and bunnies. But cats like to screw, too. That's why you have so many feral cats running around in the streets, right? Do you still have a Blackberry? I think I still have a Blackberry, Robin. You know what else? I have my Palm Pilot somewhere. I remember when I got the Palm Pilot when I was in L.A., 
And they gave me one. They sent me one. I'm like, dude, look at this Palm Pilot. And it had all the little stuff in it. Phillies have the bases loaded now with two outs. And Michael Franco not driving in a run. So will we have one of those leaving 100 guys, runners in scoring position games unfolding at Citizens Bank Park this afternoon? Two outs. Bottom of the second. A chance to blow this game wide open. We'll keep an eye on it for you. You know what I'm saying? Did you ever have a brick phone, Robin? I had a suitcase phone. Yeah, those were bag phones. You could take them with you. Yep. Oh, wait a minute. No. Oh, they just, he just misses getting a run in. And ladies and gentlemen, Jake Arietta could not leg it out. An infield ground ball barely out at first base. Are they going to take another look at it? They called him out. A run would have scored. I think they're going to go to the My Tell dude. And the chicken filly, she comes out. She doesn't look happy. Let's see it. Is he safe or out, Robin? Let's have another look at it. He's safe. Jake Arrieta is safe. safe. That is an RBI right there. That's an infield hit. How about the hustle for the big fella? Jake, they will go to the replay. And you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Jake Arrieta just legs out an infield hit. And a run will score. And the Phillies will take the lead 1-0. No doubt about it. That's a guaranteed stone cold. Ah, you heard it here first, Locke. If they don't, if they don't call this safe, there should be rioting and there should be pitchforks. There should be people out there with torches. There should be Antifa people out there breaking down the walls of heartache. Let's see what they're going to make the call. Safe, exactly as I said. RBI for Jake Arietta. How? About that. Let's give him a roaring round of applause, Robin. <laughs> Hustling out of the box. Oh, what's in the box? Jake Arietta, baby. Jake Arietta. Now Wow, how about that? People are if you were wondering what I was doing there just a moment, <laughs> I was setting up the pussy cam. Oh, I love the pussy cam. <laughs> you normally have to pay extra for that. There's normally a separate feed for that. But here on the Tony Bruno Show, you get it absolutely free. And now Riddle, knowing that the pussy cam is active, has come down here saying, hey, where's my five minutes of fame? I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. DeMille. Yeah, unfortunately. Or Mr. Mr. DeRobin. Unfortunately, I do not have one. Oh, there's another ball. That one's going into the corner. Another. Two more runs are going to score. And all of a sudden, the Phillies busted wide open with two outs. In the bottom of the second inning. Robin, I can't see the damn game. Get out of my way. Damn you. You're, that's like, you know how ridiculous that is? I'm doing live play-by-play. I didn't realize I was in your way, Tony. And Cesar Hernandez just laces one just fair down the right field line into the corner. Two-run score, and it is a 3 nothing ball game. I would like to be the first to thank the San Francisco Giants for their participation this afternoon. And now, all of a sudden, it's 3 nothing, and we're in the bottom of the second. <laughs> Trevor from the 203. Move, bitch! Get out the way! Get out the way! Get out the way! I'm going to have to play that for you right now, Robin. I'm sorry. That is the worst possible thing you can do. I am so sorry. And it's not, not, not like for just guys sitting in a bar and somebody walks in front of a TV or sitting at home and somebody who doesn't care about the game gets up. 
This is an on the air live I know. play by play call. Do I get? I I now get you my got, first. You, you got to get that. I got you. Am I right? And it's not even like a sexist thing. It's not because you're a woman. It's anybody. But you just happen to be a woman who doesn't care about baseball. That's not true. I just didn't. And so I'm doing play by play. I'm trying to wave <laughs> guys around from third base, and you get right up there. It is an outrage. That is. It is. That I'm going to have to play this special request. People are now. People are now requesting that I play this for you, Robin. People are requesting this. <laughs> Just Bruno, Bruno storage unit checking in. Tony, I found your gray Motorola brick phone down here at the storage unit. I've been trying to get Pornhub on this piece of shit for hours, and it's not happening. I'm throwing this thing out. I say this to Robin and any other person that stands in front of a TV when there's a when there's a play at the plate or there's guys coming out, the man hits the ball. Bitch, get out the way. Get out the way, bitch. Get out the way. That's for all you people out there. I had to say it to Luigi last night. Actually, I'm like, hey yo, you make a better door than a window. See, I'm not going to punch your lights out. I may go over there and tackle you and throw you down on the floor to get you the hell out of the way. I mean, there couldn't have been a worse moment so far today, 42 minutes into the show. The only thrilling play of the day so far in baseball. Well, what did you do? You could have told me the same thing that I tell Luigi last There's night. There's a difference. No, we weren't on the air. We're not updating millions of people with late-breaking live action. You know I'm all about that action, boss. Yes, 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 we do. <laughs> I do know. <laughs> AJ in San Antonio, nice jacket, Tony. Yes, he missed the beginning of the show where we, that yes. is the jacket that he unsheathed it early so that people could see the fantastic outfit. Now, of course, this isn't the complete ensemble. No. I just have a t-shirt on it, but I wanted to show you that, as once again, the official clothier of the Bruno Nation Live. Yes, and the Philadelphia Eagles. Domenico's in Northeast Philadelphia. Once again, the official clothier. They clothed me, Luigi, and Jack in the back on our trip to Atlanta for the Super Bowl for multiple occasions. Yes. The whole mushpuka, we went down there with good stuff. He even provided me with a... Tuxedo, tuxedo jacket, jacket which chicks can wear. Yes, we can. I love when chicks wear tuxedo jackets with nothing underneath them, though. It's always I, a good look. I didn't look. do that. But, but you have to find that. a way to make sure that you see the boob, but they don't slip out. Right. Have you noticed that? That's the look now. The tatas need to stay hidden. It's not Dicker and Dicker or Beverly Hills, no. <laughs> and as a reminder, if you are watching, make sure that you tell your friends, uh, tweet about it. Share it on social media. About the jacket? No, the show. Oh. You can tell, you can take a picture of the jacket, too, and tweet it. I mean, come Absolutely. on. Absolutely. And What other radio schlub give or podcasters? And, and if you are in the greater Delaware Valley and you have a special event, wedding, funeral, whatever it is that you need to go to, uh, what else? I mean, Domenico's has been there forever. Right. The father is Domenico, the original. And then Michael is his son. And Michael... Has, has some of the most incredible he has such stuff in there. It's not your taste. basic black. Hey, I don't need a tuxedo. All right, I'm going right. the way. I'm but going he has those too. I mean, if you want to, yeah, just no, you want basic black. Yeah. But he's got all the. This is what he has. He has amazing, amazing stuff. Right. Because there's a lot of these tuxedo rental places. You know, it, where you go in, you pick yeah. some. 
He's got quality, quality stuff from all over the yep. world. Yep. And uh, the prices are... For, for what he provides exactly. are really on par to even the places that provide the cheap stuff. So exactly. uh, it's definitely worthwhile checking out before you go anywhere else. You will find, I can guarantee that you will find what you are looking for or find an idea that you didn't realize. You're like, wait a minute. That's way better than what I originally planned on going with. So go check them out. Domenica's on Frank Domenico's. Frankfurt Avenue Frankfurt. in Mayfair, yeah. right there, right near Cotman and Frankfurt, a block away from Cotman and Frankfurt, one of the most iconic intersections in the city. You know, you have Broad and Snyder, you have K&A, right. not very iconic, but it's been there forever. Then you got Cat, Cotman and Frankfurt. These are the locations where fans gather after a championship and go crazy. So that's why people know it. But Domenico's, a lot of businesses have changed up in that area. And I, you know, I lived in that area for many years when I first got married. Up right a block away from Domenico's. So a family business. It's been there forever. By the way, uh, any accounts, pictures, or descriptions of this game without the express written consent of the Tony Bruno Show will not be tolerated. Or as the commissioner would say if he were listening to me right now. Get out! Get out! No, I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not showing the game. I can do live play-by-play. I'm allowed to do this. Yep. I'm not breaking any rules. Correct. I'm giving you live action. It's all about that action. And even if you had like a, you can sort of see the corner of the TV. We're not, we're not playing it. You can't see sound. It. No, but like sometimes there's a certain camera angle where you can kind it's of see right. it in the background, but it's, but you're not seeing it really well and you can't hear it. Exactly. So that is the most important part. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, Robin. We've got, uh, speaking of baseball, now, of course, one of, the, one of the pictures making the rounds last night all over the Internet is the T-shirt that they're selling. The one thing i got to give, give it up to T-shirt people, mm-hmm. they're brilliant. I mean, people are finding ways to make money. You know, whenever there's a concert, and this is not just in Philly. You know, there's a big concert, a big act, and they sell their own T-shirts inside the venue for like $40 yeah. now. And then they're industrious people have t-shirts that they know who the acts are and they have all these shirts printed up for all over the countries like ELO when we were there at the show a couple weeks ago thanks to Bill Gladney down there in North Carolina and what happens you walk outside and there's like 10 guys with boxes of ELO shirts <laughs> knockoffs obviously and they're selling them for $10 but now when things go bad in sports people don't have like world championship shirts outside after a game they have things like fire Kapler that is the latest shirt that they were selling last night. Wow. And I think South Fellini here is selling them too. The local t-shirt shop that has the, the, the wacky stuff. Fire Kapler, but atop, atop it says it's about the analytics. By the way, yes. speaking of t-shirts, uh, the fabulous Ryan ha- Hazy, yes. who was here the other day, he's going to be coming in more often and helping us out with uh, technical stuff mm-hmm. and... and uh, live tweeting and and the post show uh, clips and all that. Um, very much looking forward to that happening. But he also gave us a contact for um, a. Don't give the name out on the air. Rob. No, I'm not going to. But gave us a contact for a store so that we should be able to start selling t-shirts soon. Yeah, we gotta have t-shirts. Yes. People want gear. I know. I'll sell them in front. I'll go outside after the ball games and sell them. I'll go out at Broad and Snyder and sell them. I'll get some soft pretzels. So I'm looking forward to being able to post those soon, I hope. Yeah, no, they want, now it's, uh, and my, my boys Petros and Money out in L.A. posted a picture of the Fire Kapler shirt today on their website yeah. to take shots at the Phillies fans. 
And by the way, boys, and I, I retweeted them, and I said, by the way, you know analytics, the people that's, that people hate here in Philadelphia because Gabe Kapler is one of those analytics geeks? Uh-huh. Guess who else is an analytics geek? The Dodgers manager, who last year during the playoffs, by the way, was ripped in Los Angeles. And I love Dave Roberts. He's a great guy. I think he's a great manager, but he's another one of those analytics guys. Now, you could like it or you could hate it. To me, you know, the thing about analytics, Robin... Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. And there's guys who just have everything's in paper and everything's graphed and everything's broken down. Everybody got little notepads in their back pocket. It's baseball. I get scouting. There's always been scouting. But the analytics stuff. So you could rip Gabe Kapler and you can want him fired. A lot of people do. But nothing like preying on the depraved fans in this city. I consider myself one of those. Preying on the anger of the Industrious city. entrepreneurs. Finding a way to feed the fires and fan the flames. of Especially after a loss. So last night the Phillies lost to the Giants. What better time to oh, bust oh, out the oh, fire yeah. Kapler shirts? They should have an entire, collect the entire set. How about fire Kapler, fire Clentac, fire the hitting coach? You know how many different possibilities, you endless possibilities better. of T-shirts you could have? You should have the T-shirt, <laughs> fire, and then have all the names with check marks. Oh, let's get that printed up today. Fire McPhail. So you could have the, all the... Yeah, fire in a hole. No. <laughs> <laughs> Or the Tony Bruno dumpster fire. Well, it's, it is. It's a literal dumpster fire out there. You have a literal dumpster fire. <laughs> I know we do. Dumpster fire. I already said dumpster now, fire. Now I'm giving people ideas, and now there's going to be that check mark. The fire rises. It does rise. That check mark T-shirt's going to be available within You know, I know. See, hours. that's what we need. We need a machine down here. I've been telling we need one of those silkscreen machines so that we can make T-shirts No, this place is even show. better. No, but I'm saying we come up with an original idea. Boom. Make it right down here. Sell them right out in front. I'll sit on the steps. I'll get a water ice thing. I'll sell some water ice. I'll get a little Rita's. You, you're not saying it right. Water ice. Water. I'll sell some water ice. water ice. I'll even have an option of Polish water ice and regular water ice. I'll sell some pretzels that are slimy. Because they've been sitting out there all day. Yeah. It's the one thing I don't know. If you sell Philadelphia soft pretzels, I don't want any slimy things. They should be nice and crisp with a beautiful golden brown coming out of the oven. And then you see people selling them on the streets, and you get them, and they're all slimy. You've, you've had those, right? Yeah. Because they sit around. I'm not saying fresh out of the oven. You can get those when you go to Philly Pretzel Factory. There's one right around the corner. But there's nothing better than a soft pretzel. That still has a little crispy crunch on it. A little bit of salt, not too much. The problem is they put so much salt on it that the salt wicks the moisture out of the pretzel. Then it becomes slimy. That is good wicking of now. And I know how to wick stuff, Robin. Not John Wick. Well, all of those places, like uh, if you want to get a ricotta (laughs) cannoli. Yes. And you like get a box of them. They tell you not to put the powdered sugar on ahead of time. They give you a little side. Yep. The good places will give you a little it's, side of powdered sugar. It's always better on the side. So right? that the uh, even though it's filled, the cannoli will stay crispy. Well, you know what they do now? They, when you used to buy cannolis at like Termini's or the other great right. places, you would already go in there and they were made. Yeah. And then they realized that by the time people got them home, the shells would become softer. So now when you order them, they have the shells that are mm-hmm. dry, and then they get the big bag and they squeeze that stuff. Bam! 
They stick that thing right in there and boom. And they're pumping the juice. They're pumping the, the cream, the yellow cream, the chocolate cream, the cannoli cream, the ragusta cream. Bam it in there. Ram it. And that's how you get the fresh cannolis now. And they do that everywhere now. You know, except places that don't have I the just, fresh stuff. If somebody <laughs> just plays this video without audio or, or clips it with just showing you what your hands were doing, that's going to become a meme. <laughs> the Tony Bruno ram it in there meme. Slap it up, flip it, and rub it down. How about Jake Arietta now? He is through three full and is flinging a one-hitter against the San Francisco Igante. The Minnesota Twins are up 4-1 now over your Miami Marlins. They're in the top of the six. So we got baseball action live. You don't have to worry about anything. We got you covered here. We also have uh, some good updates today, too. I want to do this, uh, this Pennsylvania PennDOT update. PennDOT is the Pennsylvania Department of Transportation. Every state has one. It's the DMV in a lot of states. Yes. Uh, they, have, they have names like PennDOT and what's the one out in California? There's New Jersey DOT. Well, in California, it's DMV. Yeah, it's a DMV. Yeah. But, you know, there's DOTs at the end. Pennsylvania Department of Transportation, DOT. So they mm-hmm. do PennDOT. You following me now? Like PPA, the Philadelphia Parking Authority. Another Hitlerian type organization. That's a popular word now I'm hearing on TV. Hitlerian? Hitlerian, yeah. But Pennsylvania now, not to be outdone in the woke wars that have spread throughout the nation like a wildfire. Not wildfire radio. No, we don't do that. The fire rises. Yes, that's what's rising with the wokeness in America. And I've been woke since I was born. Mm-hmm. But now all of a sudden, Pennsylvania is joining all these other woke-ass states in the gender neutrality insanity. Stop the insanity. Stop the, and most importantly, stop the hammering. Exactly. That is the most important one. Let's go to your Pennsylvania is just as stupid as the rest of the country. Well, not the rest. At least 14 states now are equally stupid. Let's go to your update desk, ladies and gentlemen. Since this is a national story, not strictly local here to the Philadelphia area and vicinity, let's go to the worldwide desk, or at least the nationwide desk. A woman who once had nationwide insurance, but saved 15% by switching to Cure Auto Insurance because she liked the guys urinating next to one another in the uh, bathroom, Miss Robin Austin. (laughs) Dateline coming to your Department of Motor Vehicles. It's Harrisburg, Robin. Dateline, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, the capital. And we could have easily done Florida for this exact same story, but because we want to show that we are not picking on Florida. No, Pennsylvania is the latest to join in. It's not. No, it was the same one is happening in in Florida. It's happening in a lot of places. I want to keep it here. Let's keep it local. I don't want to just pick on Florida every day. That's exactly. too easy. That's why we want to show that other states are just as stupid. Let's, let's, let's focus on ripping Governor Tom Wolf and this state of Pennsylvania. Correct. So, if you go down and get your driver's license renewed... Or not yet. No, it, no. It's not in effect yet, Robin. No. Soon. Soon, though. I just got my new driver's license. Yes. So, I, will, I and I couldn't do this because it's not in place it's yet. It's not in place yet, but... Pretty soon, you will be able to identify yourself. If you don't want male or female, Mm -hmm. you can just put down an X. An X? An X. Are you an X, Tony? 
I'm an XL right now, unfortunately, because I'm not. Re- <laughs> I'm exa- You know, you know who people say I look like, right? Yeah, Captain Picard. Who was what in the X Men? No, not Captain Picard oh, in Star yes. Trek. That's right. Captain Picard is also, isn't he uh, Xavier X? Yes. Something uh, Xavier. Xavier. Um, but the Pennsylvania Department of Transportation is expecting to have gender-neutral driver's licenses ready by the end of the year. Charles Xavier. Thank you very yes. much, Burton Gus. Is uh, it Xavier? It's got to be Xavier because he's an X-Man. No, Xavier. It's Xavier in real life. But in the X-Man, he's Charles Xavier. I don't think that's how yes, they that's pronounce how he, it. Yes, he does, Robin. Really? Trust me right there. Is it not Charles Xavier? It's not because there are people in the university, Xavier University. Right, right, right. Some people call it Xavier. People used to call it Xavier, but it's Xavier. But I think Captain Charles Xavier is Xavier, Xavier, not oh, Xavier. For some reason, I just don't remember them pronouncing it quite that distinctively. Because it's the X Men, Robin. I Hello, get it, but he's I, X Xavier. But that's only because that's the that's the letter that his last name starts with. It's not that they pronounce it that way. I'm pretty sure somebody say... No. Oh, I don't even watch the... I don't even watch the X-Men and I know it's Xavier. All right. Jesus, X... Christ. Can we get back to this? Let's get back to our update <laughs> already. Christ. <laughs> the spokesperson for PennDOT said that the agency does not need approval from the Pennsylvania legislature to make this change. So basically, PennDOT, which yes. is a, which is the organization that fixes the roads yes. and issues driver's licenses, they are the ones is saying are screw making- the legislature, screw the House and Senate. In Pennsylvania and Harrisburg, we're going to make our own unilateral Correct. rules screw due process. Erin Waters Trasat, who is the department spokeswoman, said that the agency plans to add the X option through a systematic process. She added that under the state's vehicle code, the agency is allowed to make the change without approval. From the legislative body and officials. Isn't that what they, they do in Nazi Germany? Uh, just making everything's about Nazi Germany, so I may as well throw that in too. Um, and say that the licenses will still comply with federal real ID regulations. Thirteen other states, including Maryland, New Hampshire, Colorado, Oregon, California, Maine, and Minnesota, have rolled out similar proposals to give their residents a gender-neutral option on their driver's license. Um, and some municipalities have Here's, gone... It, gets, it even gets better yeah. than this. Some municipalities have gone as far as including proposals. Here we go. That would allow gender-neutral birth certificates. Oh, so why have to, then we have to get rid of gender reveal yes. parties. If people are now going crazy with gender reveal parties, how can you have them anymore? When everybody, everything is gender-neutral. Yeah, everybody's just going to be next... So that so in January, New York City law went into effect that allowed parents to obtain birth certificates for their children without listing a specific gender. Gender. So when you ask, like, oh my gosh, you guys had your baby. What did you have? I don't know. And the Phillies are piling it on now. I My oh my hang on, continue, Rob. We're in the bottom of the third. Scotty Jetpack is just singled. Bryce Harper let off with a single, then a double. They had second and third, and now Scotty Kingery has knocked in two runners, and the Phillies lead five to three 
in the bottom of the third inning, still batting. Little nice little single up the middle. Not enough for Scotty to go to second, but certainly enough to knock in the two runs from second and third. So Bryce Harper starting it off. It's 5 nothing Phillies, and we're only in the bottom of the third inning at Citizens Bank Park. Now back to your X-Factor already in progress. So this is what's going to happen, Tony. So uh, we just found out that your son... Uh-huh. Is um, his wife is pregnant? We're all very, very excited. But when the baby is born, and people ask you, "Oh my, oh my gosh, you're you, you're the AJ had the baby. Did you? Is it a boy or a girl?" And you're like, "I don't know. I I don't know. They it's X. It's an X." You know, there's a lot. I posted this on Twitter earlier <laughs> this today. Is like the stupidest thing ever. In my attempt to start mocking this, even before we went on the air today, I posted it on Twitter. And, of course, there's a lot of different X things. I mentioned the X-Men. Right. You got DMX. By the way, speaking of DMX, ladies and gentlemen, is he out of jail again or is he back in jail? Because uh, when you think of DMX... he's a rotating door. When you think of DMX, you think of... Yeah! Oh, Yako, make Give up. Give it. Here we go. You ready, Robin? Y'all gonna make me lose my mind Up in here, up in here Y'all gonna make me go all out Up in here, up in here Y'all gonna make me act a fool Up in here, up in here Y'all gonna make me lose my cool Up in here, up in here I got to bring it to you, coward You suck my dick quick. Oh, you made it in the jail before Suck my dick I did this on the Tony Bruno Hip Hop Compilation Greatest Hits album that I recorded. Yes. So that was obviously not over the air. No, 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 no. It was edited when I did it on the air. No, it's on a CD. We produced this greatest Tony Bruno's Greatest Hip Hop Anthology album. You gotta have DMX on there. Yeah. Y'all gonna make me act a fool, Robin. Not shocked in a fool, though. I, That's a great I segment you, on the TNT. I make you act a fool all the time, Tony Bruno. So let's say you got uh, you got Weapon X, of course. You know right. who Weapon X is, Robin? Uh-huh. Uh, I don't. Eagles Hall of Famer, Weapon X. One of the all-time greatest safeties in the history of the National Football League. I got his Philly word art poster. Brian Dawkins. Come on, Robin. B. Dawk. He's Weapon X. I, 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 then you got Malcolm X. Okay. Then you got X Games. Right. You got X Wives. Most people, <laughs> most guys, are X Wives. How about one of my favorite X things, Robin? The X Files. Ah, yes. How about the X Files? You were an X Files geek. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I don't have that loaded, though. Yes, I do, as a matter of fact. Give me a little bit of the X Files. The X-Man, Xavier McDaniel. Right. Xavier Nady. Triple X movies. Of Not course. the bad Triple X movie, which DMX was in, by the way. No. What else? So many X things out there, Robin. X marks the spot. X rated. Uh, X-Ray. X-Ray. Exhibit. <laughs> Another rapper. <laughs> Rap has a lot of X's in them. Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's got to be X. Exorcism, I guess. Ex- no, but no, that's, you know, that's, 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 
there's too many legitimate X names to go with fake ones. Lily's walking around now. She yeah, you're she, allowing her to walk around, and she's going to screw up all my equipment. She's going to get cat hair on my beautiful Italian uh, tuxedo jacket for tonight. Damn it, Lily. Damn it, Lily. You're knocking everything over. Sit the hell down right now. Or as I said earlier, and I'm going to have to play this again now for lovely Lily. She's our beautiful cat, but I have to say, Lily. Lily. I hate to do it to you. I'm giving Lily one of these two. I hate to do it to her. I love her. She's our first child. <laughs> Lily! Lily! Get out! Get out! Look at Riddle. I mean, look at Riddle. He's just chilling over there like a villain. Relaxing, enjoying the show. Lily's all uppity today. Yeah, she's, she's very needy today. I got to give her one of those. I hate needy chicks. She's like, pet me. Generation X. Maybe, I said it's Gen X. Isn't maybe, there a cartoon show called uh, Something X? Uh, yeah. Maybe she's upset that she didn't get to celebrate International Orgasm Day yesterday. She Apparently didn't. not, no. She hasn't celebrated one in a while. Ex Machina? Ex Machina. Ex Machina, that's right. Ex Machina. That's good X knowledge right there, Robin. There's more X's than that. But speaking of the X thing, could you imagine now a couple years from now... When, I mean, the poor police have a bad enough job as it is now. And I know people don't like the cops, but police are still necessary, by the way. For all of you people who want to get rid of the police and get rid of any other law. Oh, God. But now, just think of it, Robin, because there's a lot of crime. Yes. And so you have still have the police people in the roundhouse here in Philadelphia, the dispatchers, right? When they have to make the call, and one of the famous things is... Calling all cars. Can you hear this now? Calling all cars. Calling all cars. Be on the lookout for a binary suspect. Seen fleeing in an indistinguishable seen fleeing in an indistinguishable duplex. Fleeing in a divided parallel street. The suspect may be amphibian, smoking a joint, a repeat offender, bipartisan. Reportedly has a split personality with a mutual, identical, matching, double-barreled, double-edged, dualistic, unidentifiable weapon. Proceed with caution. Suspect may self-same identify as X. Proceed with caution. That is all. There you have it, Robin. You notice how many binary words I got into that, that calling all cars? That was impressive. Can you count? How long did it take you to come up with that? Not that long, Robin, because I'm good with words. And you know, on my on my profile, what does it say? I know words. No, I. I like words. Now I, I got to look at words. my. I have I have great words. What is it? It's on a coffee mug. I know it's on a coffee mug. I think it's your profile pic on your Twitter page. It is. And don't forget the XFL. 
This is the XFL. I don't know if I have that in there in the, anymore. You Hold got the on. XFL? I can tell you what it is. I know words. I have the best words. Exactly. I know words. I have the best words. That's so how many sad binary you, words? When you're how many binary words that I have in here, Robin? Because it's all about binary. People don't even know what they hear binary all the time. Yes. Not bindery, which can be multi-purpose. That could be a dungeon, or it could be. I'm binary. Unbinary. Not no, no. It's non-binary. I am binary. I guess. No, that's a different binary. That's a different by. But listen to the words that I used in my calling all cars for a binary suspect, identifying as X. I gave you indistinguishable, which means you don't know whether it's male or female. Duplex, which is two, right? Fleeing on a divided, which is two. Parallel, which is two. Amphibian. Which is a, which can be a water breather or an air breather. Smoking a joint. You get it? Joint, which is two. A repeat offender. Repeat means more than once. Bipartisan, which means nobody because nobody's bipartisan anymore. But I digress. Reportedly has a split personality. You get it? Split means two. Except in the movie Split, that guy had like seven personalities. And the personality had a mutual, which means more than one. Identical, which means more than one. Matching. Double-barreled, which is two. Double-edged, which is two. Dualistic, which is two. Unidentifiable, which means multiple. And the suspect may self-same, which means more than one, Robin. I got to give myself, ladies and gentlemen, because people say there's no preparation when you wing it on the show. There you go right there. I have come up with the perfect calling all cars for binary crimes that will be committed in the future once everybody gets X on their driver's licenses across America. And for that, I say, not God bless America, but God damn America. Now, that was a minister that said that a couple of years ago. I would never say that. My mom would smack me and kill me. But you know what today is also, Robin? It's a big a couple of big anniversaries today. Yeah. And by the way, shout out to all the bisexual girls out there. You are the real MVP. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Driver from the 203. Imagine Car 54, a modern day. Remember Car 54, where are you? Remember that show? I do vaguly. Imagine that. That was Fred Gwynn was in there. Yeah. Herman Munster yes, was yes, in Herman Car 54. Munster. A young Herman's Munster. Exactly right. That's great knowledge right there, Robin. <sighs> so if you have your X, uh, any other X stuff, proceed, because I want to make my, uh, my quintessential X list. Because we got a ton of them. I like ex-wives, though. That's a good one, though. Yes. <laughs> <Ex-wives>. <laughs> I think and that's Dos Equis. That's two X's. Yeah. Dos Equis. Dos Equis. Stay thirsty, mis amigos. I believe Luigi has that in here, but i got to find it now. I can't believe that people aren't coming up with tons and tons of X-type stuff. It's ridiculous, man. Normally, they're all over this. I hate to do it to the audience out there, but i got to give them... I don't normally do a blanket 
condemning of that. I don't, I don't like to do that. I like to individually right. single people out. Mm-hmm. I don't like to throw a blanket over anybody. But I have so to you, do it to the audience. So if you were a teacher and somebody got in trouble, you would not... The entire class would have to be punished. If I didn't know who it was. Like if some, when I used to do this with the nuns, when I was a kid, right. well, what happened was, you know, we had a nun who was hard of hearing. And my friend Buddy will tell you this. In St. Rita's great elementary school in South Philly, the nun would turn around and start writing on the board. Uh-huh. And we would start doing the tss, 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 tss. Did you hear that? What was that extra noise in there? I don't know. It was like you suddenly were in So stereo. everybody would do this. Tss, 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 tss. And... The nun would turn around when every person in the class all did it in unison. Uh-huh. So she would turn around and she would say, who did that? And then, unfortunately, I was unable to conceal the fact because I started laughing. And instead of punishing the entire class, which should have been punished, she, she, she singled single me out? out. And you know what she did, Robin? What she Which did. she would go in jail today for doing today what she did to me back then when I was a young impressionable ute she in would, elementary I school. I bet you I can guess because it happened to me. Somehow or another, she mysteriously pulled out a ruler. No, no, no. It's even worse than that. What? Whipping out the ruler. We have tape of her, though, when she said, Excuse me while I whip this out. She, had a, she was really a heavy voice. Older woman. That's what happens when you get older. And I think she smoked. <laughs> and so... None smoke? I don't know. But anyway, so what she do... No, not the ruler, not the pointer, because they had the round pointers, yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, 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 They could whip you, hit you with that, but they would break the, they would break the pointer sometimes. And they're expensive. It's like the TV sets. And, and, you they know, would it, break a pointer over Oh, yeah, you could break a pointer easily. You see guys break baseball. You think nuns, nuns are now, strong. Now, was it the short pointer or the really long one? No, they were like the, the four-footers or the three-footers. And it had like a white tip on the end. Yeah, right? white or black, depending on you know, where you got it. It had half and half so that when, nobody would be accused of being uh, racist. Because the nuns didn't care. How about if it was just gray? It didn't matter what it was. It hurt. So, no, she didn't hit me with the ruler. She didn't hit me with the pointer. She did the absolute worst thing you can do to a young human being, which may have, maybe the reason that I am the way I am today, partially. She boxed my ears in. (gasps) And then she would say, I'm going to box your ears in. And you know what boxing your ears in is, right? Yes. She would grab you by both earlobes, shake you, and then do the open hand and go, bam! They can blow your eardrum out. Could you imagine the lawsuits today? Could you imagine if my mom was an over a litigious jerk? I could have earned the, owned the entire Catholic Church. I could have been the Pope. I would have owned the Vatican. I'm I would have had such shocked. great parties at the Vatican if I took over the entire reign of the Catholic Church. That is crazy. I cannot believe. Did you? I mean, no. She was. You would actively say, "I'm going to box your ears in." Could you wow. imagine nowadays? Wow. Anybody, any school teacher saying that? They, they would get knifed. The entire classroom would knife. <laughs> they would hold the nun down and they'll go good fellas on her. It's an outrage. Hey, I just noticed yes. that we are seven followers away from hitting our 650 mark. We are at No, 90. we're six, Robin. I got 644. That's bad math right oh, there. I'm, oh, did, did we just get another follower? Oh, I thought you were. I thought your math. Was oh, you're bad. right. No, I see six forty four here, but I see six forty three up on the board. Six forty what? So we need six more followers to hit our six hundred and fifty mark. Um, so go out there, folks. Go out there and get a couple more people to follow us, so that we can. We have two hours. Two hours. Two hours. Is this the two hour warning? 
Yep, two hours to make six fifty, um, which is just a benchmark for us. But um, we love our followers. Exactly. I would have rather accepted a bare ass paddling. You know, I would have accepted a paddling in the, on the rump. Yes. Not with That's the bed, not pulling I mean, your you pants down. You could really down. damage something here. You could blow you could, an eardrum. You can, which is probably, that probably has a lot to do with the way I grew up and how I think. Maybe she rattled some stuff loose up there. I don't know. Maybe she whacked maybe, some sense into me. Maybe that's why you don't like me nibbling on your ear. Yeah, I mean, my ears are sensitive. Your ears are very sensitive. It's an outrage, which she did. Luckily, she's dead, or I'd go over there and kick her ass right now. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> That is, I'm, I'm, I mean, even I, Oprah, if she were there, you know what she would have said? Wow, 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 I don't think she would have said woo. I think she would have said, damn. We have open lines right now. If you'd like to call into this program, tell us your nun. What's the worst thing a nun ever did to well, you? Well, not everybody had nuns, Robin. Yeah, not but everybody a lot went of to did. Catholic school. Or, okay, what's the worst thing a teacher ever did to you? How's that? Unfortunately, the teachers that I had don't do what teachers do to kids now. Why couldn't I have those kinds of teachers? Like hot-looking women. And again, I'm not promoting pedophilia here. No. But isn't it interesting that when a hot-looking woman in her 20s or 30s hooks up with a 13, 14, 15, 16-year-old student, male student, people are like, oh, yeah, man, wow. He's so lucky. Oh, yeah. Hot for teacher. Yep. Oh, yeah. And you see it every day. You see it on the internet. Every day you're seeing attractive-looking women. Now, not all of them are attractive. Now I hurt my throat doing that. Oh, yeah. But we have bad. Let's do hot for teacher update, Robin. Here we go. Play a little of that for you. Yeah, that nun one upside the head. That's more than going up. Going upside the head is just like smacking you without even touching your ears. Upside the head is strictly one of those, you get the palm and you just go, right. that's upside the head or smack to the head. And that's... Ear boxing is criminal. It is. It really is. I mean, they show you that move in, uh, they show you that move in um, self-defense classes. The boxing the ears move? Yes. Tony, shall we go to the phones? Let's go to the phones. 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. Let's go to the hot for teacher lines. Who do we have on? Hey, Tony, it's Marquise. Not hot for teacher this afternoon, but how's it going, guys? Hey, Marquise. Now, our Marquise is our boxing aficionado down there in the Tampa Bay Clearwater uh, Metroplex down there yes, in North Florida. Because today was the anniversary, as you well know, probably. Uh, this day, 32 years ago, some punk kid named Mike Tyson uh, was in the ring with Tony Tucker to become the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. Wow, I didn't even remember. I mean, I remember it, but I didn't know that was 32 years ago. Yes, sir. Over at the Las Vegas Hilton, which I think is now the Westgate. Now, that they, 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 they was 14 different things at this point, but down on the north end of Vegas, that, that's where it took place, and that's happened today on. On the great of HBO Sports, which was called by, as you well know, the great Larry Merchant, yep. Sugar Ray Leonard, and of course, Barry Tompkins before Jim Lampley. Wow, that is great boxing knowledge right there, and that's what we love about you, the Marquise, down there in the Tampa Bay area. Appreciate it, Tony. And also, a fun note about this fight as well, uh, Tony Tucker had, uh, was the IBF champion before this fight took place where he lost to Tyson. 
Not related to Tanya Tucker, of course, who looked great in spandex pants back in the day, you remember. She did, nor Chris Tucker from the Great Rush Hour movies. That is great, but... great, Trish, great tri not Tucker Carlson, of course, who uh, some people don't like. A lot of people. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but with, with Tony Tucker, the, his title reign was at 64 days of the IBF belt, which is still the record for the shortest of the reign as a heavyweight champion. Wow. Wow. I don't even, I mean, I vaguely remember that, but obviously, you know, the, the, the Tyson fights, most of them were memorable because the, most of them were crazy. This one wasn't really that crazy, though. No, this was one, this one, the few ones that went all 12 rounds. Most of them, for the most part, because my mom is a kid growing up with all these fights, and she'd be mad about two rounds later because the fight would be over. And the one thing about this one, this one went 12 rounds, it was a game of decision, but this is one of the few times where Tyson really didn't look as dominant and as, as a machine as he was before in the number fights. Well, there was another fight where he didn't look that good either, where he got an ass knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> Buster Douglas, I think, was definitely more memorable, unfortunately, for, for Mike, for different reasons. Absolutely. But to, to, to his credit on that fight, Tony, as you will know, Douglas, what, he had a 15 count. He, he, he should have been called out in that fight. But it, it, it happens. It is what it is. Yeah, it, it is what it is, or Charlie Manuel say. What it is is what it is. What it is is what it is. <laughs> now, of course, you, 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 know, you, you were down there, cover, you were down in Florida, you weren't in Vegas, but you gave us the pre-fight hype about the Manny Pacquiao fight. And, of course, your guy down there in the Clearwater Beach, what's going to happen to him now? What's going to happen well, to him after he lost to Manny Pacquiao? That's, I got caught my pittance in my lumps, Tony. I called your program a while back before the fight with Manny Pacquiao and Kieferman telling me that Kieferman was going to win by eighth-round stoppage. And after further consideration, and uh, Tony, I know you hate to do it to people, but yeah. Well, you weren't the only person who had Thurman. <laughs> by the way, Cesar Hernandez has just left the yard. 373 feet, a solo shot in the bottom of the fourth. The exit velocity, 98.5 miles an hour. It is 6-0 Phillies as they are laying the lumber on the San Francisco Gigante. Marquise, I don't know if you remember, though. I picked the Filipino, man. I went Philly Nation all the way. Not Cesar Romero, no, Cesar Hernandez. <laughs> you did, Miss Robin. And it's interesting about that fight, Tony, looking back on fact, I've, I've been watching my suffrage on this for like the last week and a half, is Manny Pacquiao looked nothing like his age in, in the ring or out of it uh, the entire 12 rounds. It was actually pretty damn impressive, to be honest Yeah, with you. and that's, you know, we were talking about it when you were on before the fight, saying that Pacquiao can't knock anybody out anymore, and he hasn't in a long time, you know, and... and, and Thurman was a guy who was knocking people out. That's all he did. And the fact that he couldn't hurt Manny Pacquiao, and the fact that this was really his fight. I mean, he this fight was there for the taking. Now, even if he had won, now if he had knocked him out, people would give him more right. credit. But the fact that he lost, what's next for him? For Thurman, uh, at this point with the welterweight division, the way that the, the, uh, the, 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 they all fight under premier boxing championships, that, that's their whole boxing stable, kind of like top ring. Yo, dunking promotions back today, et cetera, et cetera. Right, right. The, 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 way, the way that it's working with Thurman is that he's going to have to rebound, and pretty much at this point, he goes, he goes to the back of the bus. But from the back of the bus, he gets to work his way back up to the front. And from here, he, more than likely, he's going to face the next big boxing uh, cash money pay-per-view is uh, Earl Spence versus Sean Porter next month in September in L.A. 
Yeah, but those are not. I mean, those are for for really boxing fans. Those are the fights that, you know, that yeah. people will watch those. But as far as box office and pay per view numbers, you know, there aren't that many fights anymore where you're going to get big box office pay per view numbers. Pacquiao. Now you got you see Mayweather's. They're going back and forth because they know as much as people say they would not watch another Mayweather Pacquiao rematch, they would. They oh, would be watch one. No, Tony, there'll be a line wrapped around the block for that fight. And, and it's crazy about that because even when that fight actually does take place, which I'm convinced at this point is going to be 2025 or 2026, it, people will still wait for it and we'll all be watching it like everybody else. It, 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 it's, the, it's the last, because we, we have casual boxing fans, Tony, of the, the last boxing match they actually sat around and watched with friends. It usually involves either one of three fights, Mayweather-Pacquiao. Yep. This reason with Mayweather McGregor, yep. or if you go any far back, Tyson Holyfield. It's, it's essentially those three fights that you go back to. No, Anything in between? No, you're absolutely right. And I've been, you know, I've been around. I was covering fights back in the '70s and '80s. So, you know, I remember being in L.A. You know, for the for the boxing Olympics. You know, when oh, wow. when Mayweather when uh, when uh, when two of our great boxers emerged, two of the best fighters of all time came out of that 1984 Olympic class. Those two being Roy Jones. Exactly. And, and Holyfield, right? And a guy who got screwed royally. Evander the real deal. Holyfield. Absolutely. It's ridiculous, man. But that is phenomenal boxing knowledge being dropped on this show. Also, Tom, before I let you go, I did want to mention as well, since the next big fight, honestly, a because at this point, there's a bizarre resurgence. The only name of note currently that you may look into, uh, Deontay Wilder is fighting at some point in the fall in the middle of football season, which is going to be kind of rough in general. But he's fighting Luis Ortiz. And the cool thing about Deontay Wilder as a heavyweight, 41 winstone, 40 knockouts. Yep. He's one of those guys. No, and that's, that's, what that's what people want. They don't want to see the quick knockouts, but they want to at least think that somebody's going to knock somebody out. It happens in UFC a lot. These All these fights get hyped up. And they're like five seconds, and they're over. Yeah. And so yeah. that people complain, but they still want to see that. You know, that's what that's what you're paid to see. You pay to see somebody dominate, but people then complain that there's a five second knockout or that the fight was went the distance and it was boring. You know, so it's really hard to get people's the the casual fan, as you mentioned, to get their blood boiling or getting excited about boxing nowadays. It's all in the lower weight classes. The heavyweight division, you know, is pretty much. Crap. And I'm not ripping the fighters. There's a lot of good fighters, but there's no big-name fighters that people absolutely positively say, I got to see this guy fight again. That's the problem with the heavyweight division. That's the problem with boxing as a whole, too, is that they're working on that slowly but surely. But you know, you know how something's telling where the damage has been so far behind that you're slowly piecing it by banding it up over and over again? That's what they're slowly doing with boxing in a bizarre way uh, with, these, with these fights in general. The one thing I will admit that they are doing with boxing that has gotten better is they all gotten better. They, they finally figured out social media, Tony. Like yep. these boxers on these boxers on Twitter are, are some of the most trash talkingest people on the planet, and it, it doesn't matter regardless the size, weight, or division. That they are all about chatting on on Twitter with with with, with fans in general. That that part of it's fun. They figured that part of it out. It's just the actual promotions itself and the television. Need to get need to get on with the program. Uh, I'll give you ESPN as a great example. ESPN has a fight card that they put on their app all the time. Norm because normally they put their the UFC on ESPN regular TV. Right. I don't know if you have used the ESPN Plus app lately, Tone, but it is almost impossible to find certain things that you aren't looking for. It it, it 
Imagine Netflix, if you're looking for a movie, but instead of looking for a search bar, they just give you a letter. That's what the ESPN Plus app is when you're looking for boxing on there. But, but sooner or later, they'll figure it out. They'll put more money into it and invest to promote a lot better. And, we'll be, and boxing will be a better place and all, all because of it. Yeah, and again, I'm not, I, I said, there's, I know that there's good heavyweights out there. You know, yeah. but the, the, the Hills, the Tony Hills, and the Virgil Tibbses and these guys, these guys are good fighters. But again, are they box office draws? That's the bottom line. Will they, you know, will they sell out Madison Square Garden or Vegas, the MGM Grand Garden Theater? You know, will they, will they, they'll probably sell out those venues, but are people going to buy it on TV? It's not about the in-house crowds anymore. It's about selling pay-per-views, and that's the biggest problem, I think, for boxing right now. Yeah, too. I mean, mainly because with pay-per-view, Tony, as you know, it's, it's an old format. It, and that's where you got to order it. you got to have people over it. They cost a lot of money. You had to make a day out of it. You had to invest way too much. Like, I told you on the show, I, I paid for the Manny Pacquiao pay-per-view. It was seventy four ninety five, And not for nothing, Tony. That, 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 that's a lot of money I could have put the track. So Exactly. It, <laughs> it, it, it's one of those things where at some point, either the price point has to come down. But, well, as you know, the price point can't come down, and then no one gets paid. Just because there's so many handlers. So at some point, either the price will have to come down, either they, they, they do what they did like in the 80s or early 90s where they have, have boxing back on free TV like they used to go off. Yep. I mean, I mean, I mean, there's a fight card on this Friday, this Saturday actually on Fox, but if I didn't tell you about it, did you, did you know about it? No, of course <laughs> not. And especially now you've got football starting up. You know, you've got yeah. baseball. You've got, you know, you've got eSports. There's so many options. Golf. I mean, you look at the weekend schedules. There's a lot of stuff on. You know, you got the Olympic Channel. You can watch swimming. You can watch all these World Championship stuffs. So, people have access to pretty much anything they want. And the question is, which piece of the pie will any given sport get in the world of there's a million channels and there's a lot of different things on. And then that's why the pay-per-view business is so hard. You know, UFC obviously has built-in fans that will buy all the pay-per-views, all the UFC fights, obviously. And boxing has some, but not as much as they used to. And that's what it's all about. It's about getting a piece of the pie. And then we yeah. have hockey, too. Don't forget can about you, that. Get me about hockey, because, yeah, it, it, in, in August, as you know, football is king, as, you, as we all know, and that, that's coming back slowly around the corner. I want to tell you about tonight's game on uh, NBC here, but I have DirecTV, and they're in a contract dispute with Nextar Communications, which means my local NBC affiliate is blind out. Are you serious? You're not going to be able to get the NBC Thursday night Hall of Fame game in the Tampa Bay area, now because I, you know, I see all these AT and T Spectrum. I don't even know what these channels are anymore. These networks. It used to be Root TV. Now you turn something on, it's like AT and T Spectrum and all this other stuff. I have no idea. And then the Dodgers have a convoluted contract with their baseball situation. So down in Tampa Bay, which cable company is this? If you have, if you have Direct TV and, and News Channel Eight here, WFLA, uh, you are not watching NBC, and you haven't since June first. <laughs> wow, that is unbelievable. And News Channel 8 was the finest locally produced uh, newscast in the Tampa Bay area when Chris Thomas was there many years ago. Absolutely. And I, I think they still are, but I haven't seen it in a few months. I'm, I'm going to take your word for it. It's an outrage. This is Thursday This is Thursday night football on NBC. And a major metropolitan area like the Tampa Bay area on DirecTV is not getting this? Not at all. That Don't is absolutely found. an absolute criminal operation. I would have, luckily it's a crappy NFL exhibition game, but people are going to yeah, bet on this. <laughs> Thanks for the update, man. I, I just, I'm glad I don't have DirecTV. Actually, I used to get it for free because I work for them. 
And I loved it Direct TV when I got them for free. Hey, free is me, though. <laughs> if it's free, it's me. Bernie Sanders says free Direct TV for everyone if he becomes president of the United States. And I think everybody, everybody should have free TV. <laughs> All right, Marquis, good to talk to you, man. Always tell him, thanks a lot, man. There he is, Marquis John, down there in the Tampa Bay area with the outrage of the day. Spectrum, not the old Spectrum in Philadelphia. It's Time Warner bought out Spectrum. Everybody's buying everybody else out, Robin, which is an outrage. By the way, while I have the music up, let me release it now. Should I wait, Robin? We have an hour. We're only halfway into the show now. I've got the upcoming Thursday night where available. Stone cold, guaranteed luck. There's a drive to deep center field. And it goes over the wall at the 401 sign. It's going to be a home run. Wow, 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 wow. Let me stop the football. What an unbelievable JT Rio Multo and, and uh, Pilar, the center fielder. Oh, he just got hurt. Yeah, he went up and over the fence. I thought he caught it, but it fell out of his glove into the shrubbery. And as you know, as they say in the strip clubs, Robin, if you like the scenery, take out the greenery, but not if they're shrubbery because that stuff's too rubbery. Wow. Watch this again. Two men on. Home run deep to center field, right at the 401 sign. Pilar goes up. I don't even know if his glove, but his glove went over the fence. Let me see if he catches the ball and then it goes over with it. So he goes up high. He almost had it. No, he just missed it. His glove drops. The ball drops into the into the pine bark yeah. back now, where the shrubs are. That's a home run. When you first look at it, you think that maybe his arm like bent, but it's he was reaching down to his No, he went thigh. high enough. He went high yeah. enough, and obviously... You know, an unbelievable attempt. But it still went over the fence. His glove went over the fence. The ball went over the fence. He was grabbing like his hamstring. No, he may have hit his shoulder. I got to watch that. Let me watch it one more time. So he goes up with the glove. But look at what It's padded. The wall is padded, obviously. No, he hits his elbow. Yeah, but look at what he's grabbing afterwards. I think he he hurt his elbow. See, look, he's grabbing grabbing the back of his knee. I, I looked like the elbow to me, right? That's what it looked like at first. He wasn't grabbing his balls, though, because that's the most important thing. <laughs> and the most important thing, it is now 9 nothing ball game as the Phillies are laying a San Francisco treat. A, actually, a San Francisco beat down. By the way, thank you, No Fault Walt, for following us. Exactly. No, that's a hell of a play. That's the deepest part of the ballpark right there, Robin. Dead center field J.T. Riamulto. And the Phillies have pretty much put this away. And it's only the bottom of the fourth inning. Damn. It's the bottom of the fourth inning. And I want to thank the Giants for trading away three of their bullpen guys so they can just throw guys out there who were basically watching the game and and eating garlic fries the other day out there in San Francisco. It's ridiculous. Yes, the Phillies are back. There's no doubt about it. Was it it his patella tendon? It's patellar, by the way. You know, it's not patella. It's patellar? Patellar tendon, yes. I did not know that. This is good. Now, you're not getting this anywhere else. Now, I put a, a uh, blurb out there asking people to call in with their horrible, what's the worst thing either a nun or a teacher did to mm-hmm. you when you were growing up? And we do have, oh. Phones are ringy dingy. Phones are ringing. By the way, all you assholes out there selling fire Kapler shirts, 
I think you can go back home today. I don't think you'll be selling a lot of those this afternoon. It's nine nothing. All right, unless the Giants come back, which is to me doesn't. I don't think it's possible. With all due respect to my friends in San Francisco, you think they'll be selling many fire capless shirts in the parking lot after the game? Not with this club, ladies and gentlemen. And now, thank you, Scrapple Joe. Let's- People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time. Each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders. Encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Let's get it back to Sunday night football, which is actually Thursday night football, which is the Hall of Fame game down there in beautiful, over there, I should say, in Canton, Ohio. Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium to you and yours. Tonight, the Denver Broncos. Joe Flacco will be sitting on the sideline eating a hot dog with with Mark Sanchez. While the rest of the boys, Drew Locke and company, Kevin Logan, Hogan, Brett Rippin. I don't believe Mark Rippin will be there. He'll be in the parking lot in his car waiting for police to arrive, unfortunately. Dan Quinn. He'll just throw guys out there because he doesn't really give a crap about preseason games. Check the record. Document it. Nobody mails in the preseason more than Dan Quinn. And Super Bowls, unfortunately, when they're up 28-3. But that's, I digress. The number tonight, Robin. Write this down. Denver, two and a half point favorites. That number hasn't moved that much. But once I give this pick, watch the line move. That's the power. Not at the Home Depot. That's the power of the Stone Cold. Guaranteed. Lead pipe locks. Often imitated, never duplicated. Tonight, Robin, I'm taking the Broncos. Not only will they cover the two and a half, they only have to win by a field goal. They will win this game by double digits tonight, which doesn't really matter because all you got to do is win the game to cover. And I'm going to take the under 34 and a half. 34 and a half, the over-under. Go under tonight. Go down under. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. You're not getting this kind. That was my first of the year, Robin. The first stone cold. Call your friends. Wake the neighbors. And call my girl, Miss Over-Under, out there in Las Vegas. We got to get her on the show, Robin. She calls herself Miss Over-Under. Yeah, I haven't been able to find her yet on on Twitter. She's all over my feed. We may have to get her on and see if she agrees with me over under. I think she hit three in a row yesterday. You like the extended uh, Sunday Night Football, Thursday Night Football theme? I know we have a phone call, Robin. Relax. I got to go Gary Radnich on you and say, I know, I know we have a phone call. I'm trying to give you a message and you're not paying attention. I know we have some, I got to finish this thought. Jesus. Don't let me lose all my energy here. I got to go out tonight. I got to get dialed up. 
Not dialed in. I'm already dialed in. <laughs> You're becoming a pain in the ass, Robin. I didn't want to rip you today. But now I officially, officially have to rip you. That was just absolutely, totally unnecessary. What you did to me while I was on my roll. This is football. You walked in front of a game during a, a bases-clearing double earlier in the game. And now right in the middle, as I was spewing... I was spitting major NFL exhibition. I didn't ask you to game. do anything except just look at me. That's all I needed. I was looking at you. You were aye waving aye me aye down. Aye you were aye. waving me down worse than a, than a. I can't even think of someone who waves somebody down worse than that. It's ridiculous. I have to make it official because I'm trying to find it in Luigi's board. So I wanted to lock it in. Oh, we have a great follower. I love this name. Heinous Crawdad. <laughs> Heinous Crawdad. <laughs> Heinous Crawdad started following us. I love Crawdads. They don't have to be heinous. See, the thing is, is people are like thinking up of new names yes. that do not match their Twitter handles, which is very confusing for me. No, it's good to have recognizable names. I do agree, but, but, but if you are... if. If you are active on the Tony Bruno Twitter account, mm -hmm. I guess you can't do it if somebody's already taken it. So, exactly. I understand that. But by the way, I got to get. I got to get. I can't find it. I had it earlier today, and I can't find it on Luigi's machine. It's not his fault. It's mine. But that's what happens, Robin, when you throw me out of my rhythm. It's like when you're having foreplay, and then somebody does a buzz kill, uh -huh. and then everything has to stop. That's exactly the same thing, right here. It's totally the same. <sighs> Except for that woman who continued masturbating in the back of a police car. Exactly. Which is incredible. Or the guy on the streets of L.A. Did you see the picture of the guy? No. There was a guy sleeping on the street, but he was masturbating, and he had, like, nudie magazines next to him. Hey, you know, but at make least yourself the cops, at home. At least the cop said, I'm going to let you finish first, but Beyonce still had the greatest <laughs> I'm going to let you finish, but... You know, just make yourself at home. No, I, I actually replied to it. There's a site that called L.A. Something, and they post all these really terrible videos. This guy, you could see it. He was literally masturbating on a curb Jesus. in Los Angeles, and he had two girly mags, as we used to call them, uh -huh. right next to him. Not only did he masturbate and finish, he also made sure he washed the street clean afterwards oh, with some nice. freshly churned up urine. Wow. Anyway, let's go to the phones. Let's go to a man who understands all this stuff. In Shemokin, Pennsylvania. Hello. Big Mike. Hello. What is up? Hello, Tony. Hello. Martin. Hello. 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 What is up, my brother? How you doing? How you doing, Tony? Shemokin. Hello. Shemokin, Pennsylvania. What is up? What is up, your excited brother? So now we understand, uh, Mike, that you have a story from your childhood. Let me tell you about your childhood. Yeah, tell me about your childhood. Uh, my childhood was hello. <laughs> I have a lot of childhood bikes about running into trees and blind kids about running into uh, dads that said, you know what, as they sit on the back porch and... Uh, uh, Grilled barbecues and looked at blind kids running into trees. I'll tell you what. Hello, 
I felt good. <laughs> Wait a minute. Why were you riding a bike when you when the possibility is that you could run into trees because you couldn't see them? Well, because my dad, okay, now, as a blind kid, okay, now, check this out. As a blind kid, hello, <laughs> as a blind kid, I realized my dad, okay, my mother took her own life. Okay, now, I will say this on the air because I respect the, uh, you know, the on-air possibilities, and I will respect everybody that respects what my mother commits suicide. My father remarried a year and a half later. Okay, and I respect, and I say that on the show because uh, on the show, I respect personal, um, you know, boundaries, you know, and I respect, hello, this is what it takes to have a personal friendship when it comes to Tony Bruno. Um, my mother took her own life. And so what happened was, uh, when I was a kid, my dad realized, guess what? As my son is a blind kid, he's going to ride down the hill. My dad had a hill in the backyard. And as I rode down the hill, um, he realized watching me from the backyard, he's going to run into a tree. Well, guess what? That person just did that. I ran right into a tree, and there were three rows of trees. There was um, three, three rows of maple trees. And what happened was, I tried to do the old uh, crossing pattern when I went down the hill. So what happened was, I go down the hill, and I'm riding on a dirt bike as a blind person. And I go down the hill. And as I go down the hill, I go to make a slant pattern, okay? I go to make a left, like, go down the hill and, like, go, like, well, guess what? I went right into a tree. Boom! I broke my nose. <laughs> I laugh about it now because as a 42-year-old man, you know, I think about it now. And I laugh. As my dad is dead and gone, I laugh about it 